0: Welcome to Bullish, where we talk about the journey and process to build ourselves and companies into multi-billion dollar people and brands. Currently, my business and investment funds have done tens of millions in revenue. And this is the documentation of the journey to scale to the billion dollar realm. All while we give back and do good in the world. My name is Bridger Pennington, and welcome to Bullish. Boom, people, welcome back to the show. I think one of the most important lessons that I had to learn when getting in the money game was to be happy when other people made money or had success. I think it is a natural default of the human condition for us to want to tear down and pull apart and bring people. It's back to the analogy of the crabs in the bucket. When one crab crawls out, they, uh, the other crabs grab the leg and pull it back in. Um, and naturally as humans, we have egos and we don't want other people to outperform us. And we don't want other people to, uh, to do more than us. And we feel, and we actually want to cut them down. Look no further than Twitter or social media. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, just a whole pool of people that love to tear other people down. Um, that's, and it's kind of sad what social media has turned into. Um, at least people that comment on social media. <laughs> a lot of people are on social media that are great, but they don't comment very much. Uh, so I had to retrain my brain. I remember um, in college, there was a, a person uh, that I knew that was making good money, and I felt they didn't deserve it or that, uh, they, they shortcutted processes or they, they're whatever. I should be there. Or, and maybe I've used to say this all the time, man, if, if only I ran that company, oh man, I would do so many things. I'd make all these changes. I would do a way better job than my boss or the person running this business that I work for. And I would build resent. And I was like, yeah. And I felt justified in it and saying, it. and finally I, uh, started to rethink my whole conversation to myself about money most people struggle with money the majority of their lives they struggle with some way shape or form making paychecks paying for bills paying for kids whatever it is Um, I had to rewrite my brain to first off have the identity that I am someone who is good with money I am good with money I'm someone that can handle money I can I handle wealth I am gonna be someone who can handle large amounts of wealth throughout my life I had to retrain my brain first off to have that secondly I had to retrain my brain that said, if someone in my circle wins, I also win. If one of my friends or a neighbor or a coworker, or somebody gets a huge bonus or makes tons of money or buys a new car or a boat, that's actually internally going to help me win because you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most or that you're around. And so if people in my circle of influence, family members, friends, cousins, whoever it is, make money and make way more money than me. Great. I get to be associated with you, and by default, it's probably going to raise my income over the next few years. And I had to retrain my brain to think that way, because naturally, if your neighbor or your friend or whatever, keeping up with the Jones, "Ah, I can't believe that they bought this, or can they afford that? Or, oh my, did you see what Sarah spent on her thing? What that does is that is subconsciously, you are bringing down other people in your circle and ultimately bringing down you, because you are the average of the people that you hang out with in your circle. And this is a huge lesson i had to learn in college when i was starting businesses and i think actually was the detriment for some of those businesses i started six businesses my first years of college that they didn't work because i was trying to prove it to everybody and that i was better and that i was gonna make it and and which is a fine mentality to have but at the same time it wasn't a abundance mentality hey hey, what's going on people hope you're enjoying the show this is bridger pennington here so if you like the show so far if you're more of a visual learner we actually post almost all of these to youtube so if you go look me up bridger pennington on youtube we're there we actually have a ton of different content on funds and different business structure and strategy stuff that we kind of don't touch on on the podcast but are more visual based stuff so if you're a visual learner go to youtube and go check me out bridger pennington on youtube with that we'll get back to the show thanks guys the third trigger of this so number one I'm good with money, having that identity. Number two, if someone else has win, I win as well. And number three was having the concept of super abundance. A lot of people believe, myself included, I used to believe this, that if I make a dollar, I am stealing that dollar from somebody else. And if I make lots of money, I am actually inherently hoarding money and it is going to hurt everyone else around me. Now, that is a true concept. If you lived on an island and there was only a hundred single dollar bills and there was a hundred people and everyone had one dollar bill and you traded and stuff and you had, you end up with $30 of the hundred. Okay. That would make some type of sense. Now, the other side of that though, is people would not give you those dollars. Unless you stole it or something illegal, they're not going to give you those dollars unless they feel like they're getting more in exchange for the dollars that they spent. The only reason we spend money is because we believe that the The $50 I'm spending on X, I'm going to get a bigger return from Y. There is more value than holding on to the $50. That's the only reason we buy or trade with anything. The reason is that, hopefully this isn't a foreign concept. This is economics 101. That's the only reason we trade is because there's more value given back to us when we make that trade. Both parties feel that way. And so, understanding that, but then also understanding (laughs) that the Federal Reserve in the at least the United States with dollars they are creating I believe the last I checked it was like 68 million dollars a day is created now if you look into fractional reserve banking which means if you took that 68 million dollars and you deposited it into a bank account bankers can lend up to I think right now it's about 13 times what is deposited a lot of people don't realize this if you put a dollar so if, if you put a million dollars into a bank account, the bank can go make $13 million of loans. They can just create that money because of fractional reserve banking. Um, that, that ratio actually determines all of the money supply. So um, another way to think about that is in the United States, there are 63 millionaires made a day by just new money that's created, not by stealing or hoarding money from anybody else. There are billions and billions of dollars a year, like Trump, billions and billions, billions of dollars a year created. And it's a, it's like almost like a river of money that's flowing. There's a river of money flowing and trading hands all the time. And if you can just carve off a little piece of that river into your own bank account, you can start being a wealth person. And there's enough money to go around for a vast majority of people to be very wealthy. There are so many dollars created and or... And now there's a whole different conversation about inflation and you slowly dilute the average dollar you have. But in the current system we live in, we live in a system of super abundance where there are billionaires that can be brand without touching anybody else, can be minted every couple of weeks. A new billionaire can be minted just by new money created. Um, and so when you couple those three mentalities together, number one, I am good with money. Number two, if someone else wins, I win as well. And number three, there is a plethora of money. There's an abundance of money. And if I can create things or products or services that are valuable, more valuable than someone else's dollars in the bank account, they will actually happily exchange those dollars for my product and to put more dollars in my bank account. And I think those three mentalities, um, and something I'm still working on and, and developing, I think it's a lifelong development, but when you develop those three mentalities, it changes the way, it changes broke people, to wealthy people. And I think to become from a broke person to a wealthy person, you got to first change your mindset. Otherwise, uh, lotteries are the best example ever. You ask anybody, what's the best thing could happen to you? They always say win the lottery. 70% of lottery winners over $10 million. So large lottery winners, 70% go bankrupt within five years. And actually around 60% say they wish they never would have won the money. Isn't that insane? 60% of people that won a large lottery of $10 million say, I wish I would have never won the money. Essentially saying my life is worse off now than it was before. It's because you took a broke person with a broke mindset and gave them. doesn't matter if it's what's well, called it $10 million. And over the course of a few years, their life is worse off than it was before. And so I don't know if you believe in God or the universe or whatever, But if you're a loving God or a loving universe whatever, it would actually be a disservice to give a broke person a lot of money. It would actually do more harm than good. You see this with athletes or celebrities that go on drugs and they're in rehab. Their life is probably better off if they never had that money in the first place. They'd probably live a happier, longer, better life. Isn't that kind of crazy? It's because they haven't trained their mindset on at least these three th- these three things, maybe more, but number one, I am good with money. I, I can handle large amounts of money and still I'm good at managing money. Number two, I, if other people win, I win as well. I'm not jealous of other people. I'm, I'm, it's a And then to dovetail on number three, it's an abundance mentality. If you get rich, I can also get rich too. It's actually gonna help me get rich as, as well. It's crazy to me through my journey of being in business and, and launching multiple eight figure companies and all this kind of fun stuff. And we're still in the grind, by the way. I'm still grinding and doing this how many people resent your success? And my mentality is like, hey, I've you know, i I've, I've been lucky or whatever. I have a fun company that's working. We're doing well. I want to help you out. Can I send you business? Can I do stuff? Can I network with you? Can I introduce you to people? And I have friends or people in my, my previous circle, I guess you'd call them high school friends or whatever, that are like, nah, I'm good. And you can tell that they resent me or other people around them for successes they've had. And I love what Alex Ramozzi says. He says it's a reminder of themselves not chasing their own dreams. That's why people say you've changed or whatever they, and they want to pull the crab back into the bucket. And it's been sad for me to separate from some of those people, not separate, but just understand that we're in different places. And I wish they would have a mentality of an abundance mentality of if I win or they win, it's going to help. We're going to help each other out because we're friends. But in reality, most people don't think that way. Most people think in the mindset of if my neighbor buys a new Porsche or whatever car or a boat or whatever the thing is, that it's hurting your life when in reality, it's benefiting your life. And if people around you win, you win as well. That's the mindset shift that I think changed my life.